Last week we seen the seal. The first seal, the conqueror, in Revelation chapter 6, we see now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, come and see. And I looked and behold a white horse. Last week we talked about the white horse, and he who sat on it had a bow and a crown. Wow, amazing. It was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. This is who we see the white horse as the Antichrist. It's a deceiver mimicking Jesus Christ. Why? Because he wants to deceive the nations so the nations can be deceived. In the end, people will be deceived so bad that they won't even know what hit them. And they're going to think, oh, it's Jesus. Praise the Lord. And no, it's not. It's going to be the Antichrist trying to gather the unions and the countries together with a one world peace and a mark for everybody to take on their, on their, on their head or a chip. And they won't be able to buy, sell or anything. This is just the beginning of what's going to come because we're already seeing a little bit of what's going on now with the Ukraine situation. We can see what's happening in the, in the, in the, in the Middle East and everywhere else, but we can see Revelation chapter 6 opening these seals and we're seeing now uh, the church will be taken out before all the uh, Lord returns. We'll be, we'll be caught up. Her pause we talked about raptured and we will be taken up away into heaven i'll praise the lord and you'll see the earth ravaged with raging wars catastrophe like no one's ever seen and it's going to be radical man and these seals are going to be opened and people are going to be left behind the 144 will be gathered in chapter uh, 7 and you will see destruction and wide destruction on a wide scale matter it's one it's not even funny because we talked about that last week when we opened up the fourth seal and he said i heard the voice of four living creatures saying come and see and i looked and behold a pale horse in his name that sat on him was death and hell followed with him and power was given unto him over the fourth part of the earth to kill with his sword, with hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the, of, of the earth. Listen, let's pray. Lord, we come before you. We thank you for growing in his word. Lord, we ask that you, Father, come today, Holy Spirit, and teach. Teach us your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, welcome back to growing in his word, man. I'm, I'm Pastor Joseph. And last week, man, we were, we were on a roll talking about Revelation chapter 6. We went from verse 1 to verse 11. But I wanted to recap... Because I told you that I would, and I wanted to talk about what's going on in these seals, because in the last chapter before, only Jesus Christ was allowed to open these seals. Now the seals are, are the uh, seals in chapter 6, and these seals are the beginning of the judgments on the earth. We see God saying, Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. It's going to happen. 
The Antichrist is going to come. This is the uh, first seal that we see, the white horse. And he who sat on it had a bow and a crown. People have been mocking God for years. And they mimic, mimic, uh, mimic they, 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 they laugh at God, they, they do whatever they want to do, and they think, you know what, it's a joke, I don't care, I'm not going to die and stand before God, who cares? But they will. Everybody will be judged for all their deeds unless they come clean and ask Christ to forgive them of their sins. Listen, we're living in the times, man, right now, where you can see what's going on. We're going to get into it. So the first seal is the white horse. I wanted to recap. And he who sat on it was a, had a bow and a crown. This, the white, the white, this is the white horse. This is the Antichrist, the deceiver. Because in Revelation 19, Revelation chapter 19, Jesus Christ, the real Jesus, is going to be on the horse, on the white horse, ruling with the sword, not, not a bow. And it's amazing because I've had these dreams way before I read Revelation. And it's Revelation, not with an S, by the way. So, believers, don't put the S on there. <laughs> However, here we have the uh, second seal is the conflict of on earth. He says, when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out, and it was granted to those who sat on it to take peace from the earth, and then people should kill one another, and there is given them a great sword. Listen, there's going to be nasty wars. But remember, we're going to be raptured. It's going to happen first. We're going to be taken away. Her paws are going to be caught up. Then all this stuff's going to trickle down, and the earth is going to be judged. And you're thinking, oh, I'm not going to be. Oh, you will. We're all... Everyone's going to get judged. But I believe the Antichrist is going to make a, a pact with the European nations. Claim to be the Messiah. It talks about in Daniel. And then you're going to see him wanting to be worshipped in Israel at the temple. He's going to declare himself to be God and want to be worshipped through a, you know, the devil is going to use, the, the Antichrist basically is going to use one of these world leaders to gain foothold and take a peace uh, process and say, yeah, I'll take care of everything. Don't worry. And he's going to have all these governments together in a one world government. Everyone's going to be going, wow, man, we got peace. And then the Bible says sudden destruction. God's judgment will come upon the earth. People will be, what? They'll be like, wow, what's going on here? And so here we see, of course, all the wealth of the Christians will be, you know, all tripped out and everything's going to be, you know, there's going to be crazy stuff. There's going to be uh, all the ones who are playing church and playing God. They're going to be left behind and that's what's going to happen. We see that and we see, of course, uh, of, you know, that's what's going to happen. And then we see, of course... The uh, second seal, I heard the second creature, he say, come and see. And, and there went out another horse that was red. And power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth. 
and they and that they should kill one another and there was given unto him a great sword and when the third seal was broken i heard the living creature say come and see and i beheld and lo a black horse he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand and i heard a voice in the midst of the four cherubim a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny and see thou you don't hurt the oil or the wine listen so the second seal you see here, you're gonna, there's going to be on the earth in the Valley of Megiddo and east of Haifa, it's going to be a big war in the end. That's the wars that are going to happen in the end when the rapture is taken out. Uh, the warmongers are going to be going at it. The Antichrist will be trying to do his thing and they'll be, you know, He'll be hailed as the Messiah over, you know, the, the Antichrist will be trying to, you know, they'll be trying to worship him. It's going to be hell on earth. Judgment's coming. And people that are left behind are going to say, oh my God, why didn't I get saved? What? And they're going to be listening to these sermons and they're going to be saying, oh God, and I used to laugh at him. Oh, I would laugh at him. And and they they're gonna be wailing and weeping and crying and and uh, that's what's gonna happen. And so we can see this. We can see this. It's gonna be psycho, man. It's gonna be an all-out war. People are gonna be killing each other. They're gonna be war on the on the earth. And what do we see today? Look at what the hypersonic weapons that Ukraine just got launched on. This ain't nothing compared to what's going on. This is the third horse. This is I mean. This second horse, you can see where, where, you know, <clears throat> boom, it's, it's, it's Revelation 19, the great slaughter, man. Israel's going to have war over there too, but it's going to be, it's, it, look at the supersonic weapons right now. It's already happening. It's getting ready. You can see it coming now. You see it, NATO, you see NATO, you see the Antichrist. And on the the white horse, you see the enemy, the Antichrist, already lining up the crown who was given to him and how he's going to try to conquer and conquer and take the world into his hands and be worshipped as a false messiah. You see it? We see it. And then we see the, we see the a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. And it says, oh, don't hurt the oil or the wine because... They don't want to hurt the oil or the wine because, you know, the rich are going to want that, that oil and that wine. They get, the poor is going to suffer. The poor is going to suffer. There's going to be a famine like you've never seen on this earth ever. I'm not going to see it because I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be raptured. But the ones who are left behind are going to suffer. They're going to suffer so bad because... They, they are gonna. There's gonna be a famine, and, and, they, and what do you think? What do you think the war's about in Ukraine? The wheat, power, control. You see, it's it's locust time. Crops, they're being edible. They're, they they they. You see, Ethiopia, all the wheat, all the stuff going on. People are just taking, stealing. Grabbing what they want, and in the end, they're gonna you're gonna be nothing but. He says, "Don't hurt the barley, because they're gonna be making uh, wine out of that barley and liquor, and and they're gonna be 
Oh, yeah. That's what's going to happen. Listen, I've been doing my math, and the Lord's telling me straight up. And last week, we talked about the fourth seal, how it said, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of it sat on him, it was death. So these are the first four seals. One-fourth of the earth's population is going to be destroyed at, during, at the, with the Great Tribulation. But uh, once the earth is taken out, once we're taken out, I mean, when the church is taken out and the plagues on the fourth, one, uh, on the, the plagues and the, you think the COVID's bad and you may think, oh, that's a made up, COVID's made up. No, it's, it, it was real and it's still real, but there's going to be, there's going to be wide destruction, diseases, plagues on the fourth of the earth's population will be wiped out. You see, in the fifth seal, we're going to see the souls that were slain in the word of God for the testimony which they held as they, try, as they cried out with a loud voice. How long, O Lord, how long, holy and truly, do you, not, do you not judge and avenge our blood on them? These are the people that were murdered as martyrs. Let me repeat that. They were martyrs murdered for Christ and their souls are under the altar and they're waiting to be taken out. After the rapture, people are going to be crying and screaming and, oh, what did I do? What, what, why didn't I just... And the ones that really were sitting on the fence who knew about it and, and they wanted to play church and fly in their jumbo jets, well, you know, they're going to have a hard time understanding that Christ came for us and it's hell on earth. And this is the judgments that are coming upon the earth. And look at what we're doing. How many churches do you see today? Nobody wants to go to church. They want to play on their cell phone. They don't want to spend time in the Bible. They want to play video games. They want to watch football. They want to do all the things that they want to do, but they don't want to do nothing for Jesus. Stop, you're hurting my feelings. Okay, I don't really care about feelings because feelings change, but the word of God never returns void. Listen, let me tell you this. We're living in a time where these computers, these tablets, everything is a distraction away from a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what we're living in today. Anything to occupy other than, other than study the word of God and love on Jesus. This is what we're seeing. The enemy is blinding our children. The enemy is trying to create a diversion tactic so we don't spend time in the Bible. Believers, listen. When the Antichrist comes forth to reign upon the earth, he's going to make war against the saints and prevail against them. And the scripture tells us that they could not be the church because the gates of hell can't prevail against the church. But when the church is raptured, I believe that the earth is going to experience one of the greatest revivals in its history. That's why I'm telling you about in Revelation chapter 7 is the 144, the Jews that are going to be uh, brought by the 12, the 12 tribes together, and they're going to be the ones sharing the gospel with the, with the Jews in the end. There's going to be a revival. I believe in the end when Christ takes the church, there'll be those people left behind. A big revival will happen, and that's when, that's when God destroys Satan. I mean, it's evidence. We're not taking donations, man. We're, 
We're preaching the word here, man. We're teaching what the Bible says. Jesus loves you. And he's saying, look, you don't, you won't be left behind. If you come to me, Jesus said, I will rapture you away before this happens. He says, but the Antichrist is gonna establish his reign and his authority, his power. And hopefully in the end, when people are left behind, they'll have enough sense to resist them. And because the power is gonna be so strong against uh, these people, you know, the people left behind, it's going to be really hard for them to come. And so we talked about this last week and we were, we, we talked about this and that's why last week I said the note that the great day of his wrath, the wrath of the lamb, it's, it's comforting to note that in first Thessalonians and revelation five, nine, that God has not appointed us unto wrath. But Paul also declares that in Romans 5, 9, that we have not been appointed unto wrath. The day of his wrath has come, which means we cannot be here because we have not been appointed unto wrath. But the earth is going to experience a great catastrophe and judgment as the day of God's wrath does come upon the earth. And so, you know, Jesus said when he was talking of these very same things in Luke 21, he's talking of these very same things, the heavens being shaken and the meteorite showers and the and the and the, the earth shaking and these things that would transpire along with him. But Jesus said, pray always that you will be accounted worthy to escape all these things and be standing before the Son of Man. So we can see the, uh, you know, Bible coming alive in the end, we see how things are happening to the earth right now. And we see how the enemy's lining up the end times. We see Russia fighting. We see all these wars, rumors of wars. And we see the sixth seal of the, uh, you know, in, in verse 11, we left off last week and Revelation uh, 6, not chick, 6. And it says in verse 9, When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain of the word of God, and for the testimony which they held. And they cried out with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and, and true, until the judge, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? They wanted revenge for the people who killed them. Then a, right, a white robe was given to each of them and it, was, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until the number of their fellow servants and their brethren would, who will be killed as they were, that was, a, that, that, as they were, was completed. Now here we are. Verse 12, where we left off last week, and, and we'll be done with this and we'll show you. And it says, and I took, no, I'm sorry, I looked and when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth, hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell on the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs. When it is shaken by a mighty wind, then the sky receded as a scroll, when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. Verse 15 says, And the king of the earth, the great men, the rich men, and the commanders, the mighty men, every slave, and every free man hid themselves in the caves 
and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb from the great day of his wrath has come and he who is able and who is able to stand. So here we see where it talks about this. It talks about it in Matthew. They're going to be running to the caves. They're going to be hiding from this mass destruction when the end happens. And they're going to be crying out to God for the rocks to fall on them because they just want to die because they can't, they don't even want to live anymore because, and they just, they're done with it. And so they hid their face, okay? Um, and they, they basically want their, you know, Matthew 24 talks about it. It talks about a great earthquake. It's going to happen. The uh, sun and the moon and the stars are basically in Matthew chapter 24, verse 29, placing these events are basically are the coming of the Son of Man in Matthew 24, verse 30. And you see the late figs, they appeared in the winter and the off season and were easily blown off the tree. So basically, this is the, uh, what's going to happen is all the signs are going to be here and all the, the cosmetic disturbances, it's all going to happen. So there's going to be earthquakes you've never seen before uh, because the wrath here is talking about the anger. God's wrath is, is, is revealed against unbelievers by letting them go to their way and face. This is the consequences of the behavior of them. Romans 1.8. But the beautiful thing is, is we're not going to be here if we're if you're a believer when this happens and i see it so many days where people mock god they're mocking the church they mock everything that god does you you can see it now but yet even even now they don't know some people don't even know they're going to die by a car accident or a heart attack or a stroke but remember, before the judgments are unleashed, God's going to prepare to seal 144,000 of his servants on their foreheads. They're going to, and these seals are the signs of ownerships of authority by God. And they're going to, there's going to be 144,000 and they're going to, they're going to be actually, they're, going to, they're probably going to be taken from the uh, number of completeness. 12 times 12. See, God allows believers and non-believers to make choices these are the choices that we make on ourselves and these are the things that we have to face uh because that's what it talks about in romans you know god allows us he's been so merciful to us and graceful that he allows us to go our own way with our own choices and so we can see in the end how us believers have to make that stand for God. And we see God so merciful to people that they 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 blow it. Some they, people keep blowing it and they mock God, but God is still there to forgive them and get them back on their course. And then we have other uh, believers who they love the word of God so much, they study it so much and they Oh yeah, they oh I don't like that. And they pick and, and choose what they want in the scripture and but yet they don't do nothing with it. I always I meet people 
They, they know the Bible. They're really good at it. And they study and they're studying, study, 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 study. And their, their head gets so big. And they've got all these questions for all these pastors. But yet they won't go and get into the and, and get on take to the street and tell people that Jesus Christ loves them. Listen. You often hear uh, people in the end, you know, we, they complain a lot, and you're thinking, what does this have to do with the bi- uh, revelation? Well, we can see in 1 John, uh, it says, whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. But whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor knows him. Now, little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness and righteousness just as he is righteous, he who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For there is a purpose. Listen, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And that's what he's going to do in the end. In Revelation, when he comes back with his saints, he's going to come back before that. The church is going to be raptured and the devil is going to die. He's going to kill him. He'll let him out for the, you know, he'll be let out of his cage and God will destroy Satan and we will win. But God, listen, but God does not sin because his seed, his seed re, remains in him and he cannot sin because he is, because this is talking about first John. We're back in the first John where it says his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. If you're born of God, you cannot habitually sin. And these are the choices that Jesus Christ is giving us as believers not to habitually sin, but to habitually repent if we do sin. So this is the, 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 the beginning of where life begins in your life when you receive Jesus Christ because this is what it's about, the hope of seeing Christ and being like Him. And we need to realize that Christ is morally pure and this is the realization that helps us believers pursue purity even more. Okay? And the sin that's described in First John, okay, it's it's not the occasional sin, but it's constantly a lifestyle of lawlessness in the absence of the law but active in a rebellion against the law Jesus Christ is sinless and the purpose of his coming was to remove our sins and that whoever abides in him does not sin but habitually sinful conduct indicates absence of fellowship with Christ and thus, if we claim to be a Christian, but sin is our way of life, our, our status as children of God can legitimately be questions, questioned. And so we believers have to repent and be done with it. And not say, oh, I struggle with pornography and I need help. No, be done with it. Or I'm a drunkard. Go get help and be done with it. We need to be ready for the Lord's return, believers. This is what God is saying. 
this is the test of whether a person is led by the Holy Spirit or whether this person be, believes, agree with the true word of God. Look at what it says uh, in Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3. You see? Jesus Christ came in the flesh to show us the way, the truth, and the life. And we need to be more like him because we are waiting for the Lord's return. And the church will be taken out in Revelation. And the church will be taken out so we don't have to see who's left behind. But we can see in 1 John where it talks about the Antichrist. Deception is in the last... Listen, verse 18, it says in 1 John chapter 2, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride, listen to this, a pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away in the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Now we say uh, in verse 18, little children, it is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming and even now many Antichrists have come by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would they would have continued with us. You see, believers today, they're quitters, some of them. But they went out, and that they might be made manifest that none of them were. But you have the anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Listen, believers, Jesus Christ loves you. And who is, it says it here, who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus Christ, whoever doesn't believe that Jesus is the Christ, is part of the Antichrist because they don't believe. These are the ones left behind. These are the ones that are going to be crying out to God, hiding themselves in the mountains, in the rocks, saying, oh Lord, we're so sorry and there'll be a great revival. People will be saved. People will come to Christ and then destruction will come. But before that, God's going to seal the 144 that we're going to talk about next week in chapter 7. Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you for this uh, beautiful revelation. Lord, there's so much to cover in chapter 6, but for now, we can see Daniel where he talks about the, uh, you know, the last days here, Father. Uh, Wow, amazing, Lord. We just lift our hands to you today, Father. We thank you, Lord. We pray for the believers who don't know you, our non-believers who don't know you. And we just, we love you, Jesus. And we thank you for growing in this word. We pray for Ukraine. Uh, we see the destruction that Magog is lifted against Ukraine. We pray for the ones that are hurting and uh families that are scattered and Lord we know that you all this is planned all this is, is in the Bible Father and we know that you're coming soon and we welcome you Father in Jesus name Amen God bless you guys listen thank you for growing in this word 
God loves you guys, man. And growing in His Word is uh, sponsored by uh, Jesus and powered by the Holy Spirit. We love you guys. And if you if you feel led to donate money, please donate it to your local homeless shelter because we don't take donations here. We take prayers. God bless you guys. And uh, or give it to battered women and broken homes. Take your donations and give it to people who are in need. First John says that you'll know them by uh, giving. Loving is, when you love somebody, you love in deed and in truth. So give to someone that's in need. And, or go to your local non-denominational Bible teaching church and donate there. God bless you guys.